nothing. I've been trying to get up here all day for your gay brothers and your gay sisters in jail that write me every motherfucking week and ask for your help. And you all don't do a goddamn thing for them. Have you ever been beaten up and raped in jail? Now think about it. They've been beaten up and raped after they haven't spent much of their money in jail to get their cell phones and try to get their sex change. The women have tried to fight for their sex changes or to become women of the women's liberation. And they write star, not the women's group. They do not write women. They do not write men. They write star because we're trying to do something for them. I have been to jail. I have been raped and beaten many times by men, heterosexual men that do not belong in the homosexual shelter. But do you do anything for them? No, you all tell me to go and hide my tail between my legs. I will not no longer put up with this shit. I have been beaten. I have had my nose broken. I have been thrown in jail. I have lost my job. I have lost my apartment for gay liberation. And you all treat me this way? What the fuck's wrong with you all? Think about that. I do not believe in a revolution, but you all do. I believe in the gay power. I believe in us getting our rights, or else I would not be out there fighting for our rights. That's all I wanted to say to your people. If you all want to know about the people that are in jail, and do not forget Bambi Lamore, and Dora Marks, Kenny Messner, and other gay people that are in jail, come and see the people at Starhouse on 12th Street, on 640, East 12th Street, between B and C, apartment 14. The people that are trying to do something for all of us and not men and women that belong to a white middle class, white club. And that's what you all belong to. Revolution now! Give me a Everybody was fighting to get their rights. The blacks wanted theirs, uh, women wanted their feminist rights done. You know, everybody wanted 
to be dealt with as human beings, you know what I mean? And so just the gay culture was no different than anybody else. Up until then, the police in every city rules the gay community bars and stuff. They go up to there and they take those nice sticks and hit the door jam. And you're supposed to step away from a partner of the same sex if you're dancing with them. If you're at a table, you're supposed to move apart and sit and be casually talking within so many feet away from each other. For whatever reason, I have no idea what that was. No one can tell you definitively, well, this is what it was and this is why it happened. There is no what it was and why it happened. It was just the right time and the right place. Because when they came to get us out of there, nobody moved. They started chanting, don't arrest the girls, don't arrest the girls. And something happened either, something like a boom. I don't know if it was a firecracker. They say someone threw a beer bottle. Someone else did someone, one of the girls took her heel and broke one a play glass window. I don't know what the hell it was. All I know is that all of a sudden, everybody was fighting. And I had learned from being in jail that if you're in that kind of situation, the thing to do is to piss the police off so he knocks you out, then you don't get hurt. You know, because if you stand there and fight them, they will break every bone in your body. So I got knocked out early. Came to as they were dragging me. <laughs> dragging me and putting me in the back of some car. And then we went to court and they let everybody go. You know, and so it happened that next night. <laughs> three nights this went on. It changed things forever. And to today, we still, as transgender people, do not get the respect from the gay and lesbian community that we deserve. It gets annoying that these gay people are like, oh, Stonewall, you know, faint and all that shit. So what about the transgender people? What about the folks that were there that were fighting, you know? We were there, acknowledge that. I'm glad that I finally got to an age where I can just tell them to fuck off. And they can't say shit to me, but she's old. That's right, I'm old, I'm bitter, I'm annoyed, I'm angry. Y'all didn't treat us right then, you're not treating us right now, so I don't have time for that.
Hello. Hi, my name is Sylvia Rivera. It gives me great pleasure to participate here in Rome for World Pride. I'm, 30, I'm a 49-year-old transgender person and a Stonewall riot veteran. The night of the Stonewall, um, the police were not ready for the action that we took as individuals. To them, they thought that it would be a routine raid on a so-called deviant bar, which the community was used to because um, the, the American Mafia, who ran our gay bars at that time, paid the police once a week over $1,000, depending on how much the bar made, for the simple fact that we were tired, we were fed up, and it was, I guess, like myself and other people felt, it was our time to do something to liberate ourselves. As usual, when the police came into any gay bar at that time, the lights would go off and on, so we knew that the police was coming in, and um, if we were dancing, we had to separate and pretend that we were just sitting there listening to music. It was the drug era in the United States, so people would run to the bathroom to throw away their drugs. And um, they would come in and tell us to separate into three different groups. The gay men on one side, the lesbian, women on one side, the transgenders on the other. We were, we had to produce our papers to state that we were 18 years of age to be in the bar. Masculine, um, masculine lesbian women who were called dra uh, dra um, drag kings at that time were informed that, you, that they had to have three pieces of female clothing on. That was the law until 1974. In the same aspect, it, the transgender community was also under that law. But we were treated by the police the, as the, the garbage of the homosexual community. So we were mistreated by being called, um, you don't know if you want to be a fag, you don't know if you're a woman, you're really a man. And then if you said anything to them, they would either arrest you or hit you. So we had learned through the years that it was best to keep our mouths shut. But that night, obviously, as I tell the story, it, it shows you that we had had enough. As the procedure continued, um, some drag queens were arrested. Um, they were put into paddy wagons. The normal routine as we left the gay bar was to disappear for 20 minutes and then come back because the mafia would come and cut off the locks off the door and come in with more money and more liquor for us to continue to party. Um, instead of disappearing that evening, we, we went across the street to Sheridan Square, which is a little park right across the street from Stonewall Bar. And um, 
we proceeded to throw change at the police that was outside the bar and we proceeded to call them pigs and all kind of, uh, we were insulting the police and they were not ready for our reaction towards them because normally they knew that with four or five police officers that they would not have any problems because the gay community was afraid of being outed. And moments around the village word traveled by word of mouth to the other gay bars, to the Duchess, to um, Cookies, to um, several other smaller gay bars in the neighborhood. And um, there were so many people that came out of the woodwork like cockroaches. We even had straight people helping us in this moment of liberation because as the crowds grew bigger from 200 people it grew into maybe a thousand or more that's when we started um, throwing bottles turning over cars a few of the drag queens uprooted a, a parking meter out of the ground um, the Molotov cocktail started flying it was a a riot that you were used to seeing on the television when you went to other demonstrations. Um, it got so bad that the police had to go back into the bar and barricade themselves inside with a reporter from the Village Voice. And in the report that the Village Voice reporter gave was that the policeman, Inspector Pine, who was the head of this squad, gave orders for them to pull out their guns and to come out shooting if they had to. That's how scared they were of the, us that evening because the parking meter was used to ram down the door. We had no windows, so the windows were also covered up. We threw garbage cans like that where the window did break, the, the, the wood broke, and that even frightened them more. The most beautiful thing that, that I found that evening to, was that I saw the anger of the people that were getting beat up and they, they had blood on their faces and on their bodies. They did not run away. They kept on coming back for more. We just kept on coming back. We didn't care if we got killed because we knew we had to fight for what we believed in and it was our night. One drag queen did take off, somehow with her handcuffs, hit the policeman with a stiletto heel and take the keys from him and let all the other drag queens go that were in the paddy wagon. But to see the beauty of my people to be free that next day meant so much to me. Basically, we, um, we are here to try to help. The youth, of, um, the youth in the city has struggled enough and is hurting enough where you have gay, gay 
gay children that are thrown out into the streets, transgender children thrown out into the streets. Don't they realize that these children have suffered enough by being thrown out into the streets by their families? These children, these are the children of our future. These children mean a lot to America and to the New York State area.